Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show, and this is our first of two special editions. Um, we know it's tis the season for giving, so we're going to do exactly that. We've invited not one, but two guest barkeeps for our next two episodes. So, Gina, you can just kick back and enjoy the holiday cheer they're going to whip up for us. And a gift for our listeners, you ask. How about three amazing cocktail recipes so that they can serve them up throughout the holiday celebrations? That's right. That's three recipes, two episodes, which gives a total of six recipes. That's a lot. And that's what I call a stocking stuff. What about you, Gina? Absolutely. I think that's the greatest gift of all, getting recipes that I don't have to think about in the season of giving and family and friends coming over and entertaining and restaurants and bar parties and <laughs> it's kind of nuts and then all of a sudden when all the holidays end it's then it's new year's you have to start again and get yourself ready oh my gosh it's exhausting so if there's anybody that i know who deserves a holiday in the middle of this holiday madness i would say it's you so I kind of think you, you're kind of like Santa. And yes, Santa has elves. So yes, in my scenario, you definitely need some elves. So with no further ado, I'm going to introduce our very first elf. And uh, I'm sure he's going to love that. It's Mike Sacconi. Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show, Mike. I'm really sorry that I just referred to you as Gina's elf. But uh, it's not can the first I, time. Can I? I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so let's let, let me take it all back and uh, elf on a shelf. Elf on a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> no, get off the shelf and make a damn drink. Um, so Mike, um, we've got we go back quite a ways, and actually, kind of got to know Gina through you, get to know her better through you. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell the listeners more about yeah. yourself. You were one of my first regulars back at the Majestic, like. 12, 13 years ago now? Well, yeah. No, it's, show it's been really, that long. I'm sorry, it, it, it has been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to show up early, um, waiting for friends. And then that by the time right, yeah. Eric yeah. showed up, I'd be a couple of deep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, we did that for about five years and then uh, opened up Virtue with uh, Todd and did PX and then left that and went and hung out with Gina for five years at Hanks in DC, which is a whole nother side of fun. Uh, crossing uh, the river is the best thing that happens in this area. Crossing the river was a good decision. So if all of you who don't understand this banter, it's the difference of living in Northern Virginia, which is Old Town Alexandria versus DC, the district, the proper district area, everyone, there's always some kind of battle over it. Um, and also the property of Mike Sacconi. Well, of course. <laughs> so, I mean, we're in, we're in a heated custody battle between myself and Todd Thrasher as we speak. <laughs> So, we'll Mike, see. do you get do you, get uh, to say, do you have any say in this? Well, or I think like, I think I'm gonna you know hang out with Daddy Monday through Friday, and then Mommy can have me on holidays and every other weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're so progressive. Yeah. <laughs> such a progressive family. All right, um, that's enough about you. Okay. Because no one really cares. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> so we know this is a season to be jolly. So can you make that happen for us? I sure can. Well, let's go. Let's yeah, jump right. right in. Um, I'm excited for this. I don't have to do anything, and I know the drink's going to be good because Mike is fabulous, and he's been abused by enough bartenders to make sure that it's really good all the time. Well, Mike, you were willing to actually work with Gina for a long period of time. I, I was. So you were, you should be able to take this, uh, this, public, this punishment quite <laughs> well. You're right, right. Jones. I think yeah. you're, right. you're right. Maybe Todd also. <laughs> all right, so what do we got going, Mike? Uh, the first one, I call it Puppies in the Snow. Um, it's a whiskey-based drink, but really you can make it with whiskey, bourbon, rum, rye. Um, so it's a little bit of whiskey, some uh, 
chai spiced apple cider, bitters, and uh, citrus. So How much that breakdown? Sorry. How much Jameson are you putting in there, Mike? It's an ounce of Jameson. Okay. Um, I try and keep the holiday cocktails a little bit lower in alcohol, just so they're a little more sessionable, so you don't get nice. done too early too soon. Oh, that's always been my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know when to say no. I'm like, oh, I'll have another one. I don't, know. I don't think you're alone in that. Yeah. <laughs> And then this is a uh, chai spice cider. So just take the cider and heat it up on the stove and uh, steep chai tea into it as you would if it was just uh, water. How much are you bring in that? This is three ounces. And then how long do you steep it for? Because that's always a problem when people are making like ciders and teas and stuff. They either oversteep it, understeep it, it's too hot, they burn it. So what's your secret? Um, so I bring the cider to a boil um, with a couple cinnamon sticks some nutmeg, clove, just kind of push that spice profile through a little bit. Um, and then I cut the heat once it gets to a boil, and then I add the tea and steep it uh, really per the directions of the tea. Um, so this one was seven to 10 minutes. Chai tea is usually longer. Um, but yes, if you do go too long, you can get kind of tannicky and... What did you just put in there? That was uh, lemon juice. How much? Half an ounce. Okay. And then? And then some good old fashioned Angostura bitters. Just uh, three healthy dashes. Okay. And then we're gonna shake it up. Here we go. Are you filling your tin with ice? I am. About uh, three quarters of the way full. And then you put the top on. That's my favorite kind of spells right there. I don't, who needs all that carols when you have that sound? And we're gonna strain this into a, uh, a rocks glass. Um, or any kind of short glass. And if you're at home, a solo cup will do, you know. Whatever. In case you gotta take it to go. Huh? That's right. Got a lot of shopping to do. Yeah. Flask it, take an Uber, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I only made one, I'm sorry. Well, the one now. Yeah, one later. Um, so that's nice, and then I garnish it with a, uh, a lemon wheel. Great. All right. All right, Gina. This All is right. the test. First bit of holiday cheer. Well, first of all, cheers. Cheers. And it's delicious. And it's really reminiscent of um, a cocktail I've, I've had of yours before, Mike. What did you, where, where did I taste this before? Um, so I actually made this for the repeal day ball um, two years ago. Ah, that's what it is. It's so good. I think I have way too many of these. <laughs> um, and repeal, it's funny, repeal day is now. So it's, uh, you know, in case everyone doesn't know, repeal day is, it's um, when they stopped prohibition in this country, and it happened on December 5th and 1933. So cheers to that, for sure. Mike, this drink is lovely. Balanced, a little bit sweet. Did you say you can serve this hot? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, with the cider, it works hot as well. And just really can do it on the stovetop. Just heat the cider, um, add the whiskey. It's a one to three ratio. And then uh, a little bit of lemon juice as well. Would you ever sub chartreuse in there? I don't know. I don't think I would. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, or would we just do shots of chartreuse on I the mean, side? I mean, yeah. Chartreuse <laughs> can be a little polarizing uh, liqueur. And I know I've tried to give my parents chartreuse and they're not into it at all. Um, but there's nothing wrong with a little chartreuse on the side ever. All right, all right. I'm just you know, making sure, you know. Well, I, so I'm definitely having, so I'm definitely having another sip of this, that's for sure. Mike, this is so good. Oh, and, thanks, Gina. And uh, sessionable, huh? I mean, yeah. Well, it's one thing I know. It's what's like in your mouth. I 
<laughs> you know, Mike, you really want to be putting your foot in your own mouth, so that's a, that's a very interesting thing. Now, <laughs> well, it, that just became a naughty Christmas. Um, and, and on that note, that's going to be like, can you step it up then with something a little bit stronger and maybe not so sectionable? And uh, what do you have? What do you have? What's next? Yeah, so next we're going to move on to a, uh, a rum drink. Um, this is a spice rum drink. I prefer Sailor Jerry because it is higher in alcohol than um, yes, so the other spice drums. Results. So why do you use a heavier, like when you use like, I, I often hear like Navy strength and whatnot. What, why would you choose to use a strong one? Not just so that it knocks you on your sock or knocks your socks off, but knocks you on your Sometimes the ingredients call like, so say like you have like a sweeter element, like apple cider or something and using like an overproof actually balance out like the natural like sugars in like the product. So like, gotcha. so like holiday drinks tend to be very sweet. Yes. And like that's always a problem because that's why you get that like massive hangover, you're a little bit sick, you get too much eggnog. If they didn't use like a sweetened um, rum or a higher proof rum, such as like um, Sailor Jerry's or um, an overproof or a rum avricole, you probably wouldn't have the same amount of a hangover just because you'd actually have like a little bit more kick and not just slugging down the sugar. Not so much sugar. It's the sugar that gets you. It really is. It's, yeah. it's funny. Gotcha. Okay. And of course, all the alcohol breaks down the sugar, so that just adds to it, right? Yeah, so. it gets more sugar. Yeah. yeah. All right. So sorry about that, Mike. That's right. What, what were you throwing in this again? So there is an ounce and a half of Sailor Jerry spiced rum in there. Okay. Um, and then speaking of sugar, we're going to add some cranberry syrup to this. How'd you make that? So this is a, a spiced cranberry syrup. Um, just one part water, half part sugar, um, and then cranberries. Uh, and then you pretty much just cook that until the cranberries start breaking down. Um, about 20, 25 minutes. Um, again, there's a little bit of cardamom in there, cinnamon, nutmeg. Yeah. And don't orange. worry if any of you, if you guys have missed that, we'll make sure that's on the website so that way uh, Mike can walk you through exactly how he made that. And how many ounces did we catch that? I'm sorry. Sorry, two and a half. Right. It smells really good. I know you guys can't smell it. And there's like no such thing as a smelling podcast. No. Yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 Give us time. I mean, give us time. <laughs> yeah. Where are you, Google, on that smell vision? Right. Anyway, um, it's really, it's really fragrant. It's really beautiful. You can smell like the nutmeg and the caramel together. Okay, Mike, what did you throw in there? Uh, three quarters of an ounce of lime juice. Yum. And fresh then, squeeze. Fresh always. Always. And we're gonna finish it off with uh, three dashes of orange bitters. Yeah. And we're gonna go ahead and shake again. Oh, there it is, music so. to my ears. <laughs> Glass in the tin. That's right. Yeah, we're gonna fill our shaker about three quarters full with ice. Oh, this such a good bad joke. all, you know, like a little Oh, there can never oh, be too many holidays. It's Mike, he's throwing me off. I, uh, I should be more serious, I can't. <laughs> no, it's, it's the holiday season. No one should be serious. Seriously in the spirit. And Yeah, and thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. That I'm going to win Mike in the custody battle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to strain these into tall glasses, um, just because we're going to come back and top this with ginger beer here. Tall glass or Collins glass, and if anybody's like, wondering what the difference is. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about a. Uh, I, I just fill the glass with ginger beer, um, but it's roughly about two ounces. What kind of ginger beer do you like, Mike? Spicy, not so spicy, little as, sweet. As dry and spicy as you can find um, is good for this. I'm using uh, Reeds right now. Um, How do you feel about the Barretts? Yay, nay. Yay. 
Yeah. Fentimins is my favorite. Fentimins is my favorite too. Um, it's, you know, it's a bone dry ginger beer. It's got a really good bite, which uh, cuts through some of the sweetness of the cranberry really hard nicely. Hard to find, hard to find in the stores. It is. Like, that's one thing I have to say. All right, and we're gonna go ahead and just top with ice. And we will garnish with an orange peel. Beautiful color. It's this beautiful, 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 like uh, crimson color. Yeah, almost like a um, kind of a cranberry mule. Um, and again, this drink will work well with multiple spirits. You can do it with vodka or gin um, as well. And it makes a good punch too. You kind of batch this out, put it in a punch bowl for everybody. Oh, that'd be fun. great. That's the best way, right? Yeah. So you yeah. can sit the down and enjoy. Yeah, be a, yeah, you could be like a um, host in your own home. We're not a host. Yeah, guest Cheers. Cheers. Well, that's lovely. Oh, that's a little tart. Kind of like you, Gina. Just a little tart. <laughs> I used to be a tart, and now, now I'm married to kids. <laughs> Stays of yore. Nice. Should we start singing the songs? Like, I mean, I don't know. They want to lose our but, listeners. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I do finish this, I mean, I don't know. It's got a really nice clovey aspect to it. Or like, um, it's from the rum. What would you serve this and food-wise? With what this? think? I mean, you can go any, you can go any which way. You can go sweet or you can go meaty. I mean, I don't know. I'm yeah. smoked barbecue. Would be really like, good with this, especially since um, I'm just smelling barbecue. Well, just so everyone knows, we are at Mixins Barbecue here in Old Town Alexandria. They are hosting us today, which is great. Uh, it's wonderful. It smells great. So I guess I have like uh, that meaty, roasty flavor on my mind. I don't know. There's a lot to be said there. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't put yourself into that one. <laughs> no, I wanted to do a holiday show. Here I am, holiday Gina. This is what happens when we start giving her drinks this time of day. <laughs> yeah, you give me drinks. Really it's, like, don't, it's like the gremlins. Don't give alcohol before the sun goes down. <laughs> All right, Mike. I think that uh, you have like one more up your sleeve, yeah? Yeah, we're going to finish off with a, uh, a sparkling cocktail. Um, like your personality? Exactly. Bright eyed and sparkling and, and total dry. joy. It goes flat pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. keep top I on. feel the love. Well, I mean, you should have said what you said. <laughs> it's all in good fun. All well, in good fun. I see some fun stuff on there that I love on the um, rack. So, another shaking cocktail? Another shaking be... cocktail. I like to shake. Okay. Um, Perfect. So, that would be great. You just do two at a time and send it to help you shake if you want. That if way, you want to. If you want to, I, I would love I to. I mean, I'm feeling nervous on this side, not doing anything. I'd love to participate in, in a little uh, shaking uh, challenge with you or something. <laughs> we can do that. I haven't been behind a bar in about a year and a half, but I you know, mean, we're more than welcome to. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, what? You don't actually make the drinks now? You just sit around as a bar manager? Well, I'm the general manager. I create the drinks, but I don't actually, you know, work behind a bar. So he's just the mastermind now. He's the master. How is it I'm the only person that's got to go to work like every day? How is this possible? <laughs> what has happened? Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I had this dream. I want to my own business. I, I and then you know, I make Mission less money. Yeah, you know, yeah, make less money, work more. <laughs> All right, Mikey. What All you right. Got? So this is maybe less of a traditional holiday drink, um, but I really like it. Light, refreshing. Um, so I threw an ounce of gin in there. Would you, is this maybe like a brunch maybe? Yeah, it'd be a great brunch drink. Um, and again, late night, it's lower in alcohol. So again, an obsessional drink. Um, you know, you can do it Christmas morning, Christmas Eve night. 
<laughs> so to that uh, ounce of gin, we're going to add half an ounce of Aperol, which is a uh, Italian bitter, kind of like Campari's little brother. Um, <laughs> not as alcoholic, not as bitter. A little bit more northern Italy. So you have Campari, and then this is a good story with that between those two. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm Italian, also just like Gina, so I got to throw a little bit of the uh, Italian heritage in there. Mike did a whole series of uh, drinks called the Italian gentleman goes someplace or rides a bike or it's pants it's ribs. <laughs> yeah, or it's like the longest na name, right? It is. Longest this is, name. But yeah. he's so well known for it. Mike, yes. that was the longest name to come. It's uh, an Italian gentleman riding his bike to the piazza with his pant leg rolled slightly above his ankle. Yes. I actually have had that drink multiple times. <laughs> All right, right let's get ahead. back to today's drink. And this is a variation on that. Um, so it can be, you know, the Italian gentleman wrapping Christmas presents under a tree with his dog pajamas on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Reindeer pajamas. Right? And you just got to start talking and, and go with it until you're done. <laughs> Right, what are you putting in there? I'm putting in uh, two ounces of grapefruit juice. And you can't see it, but it's pink grapefruit juice. Yeah, ruby don't, red, ruby red. Yeah, don't use, um, don't use white grapefruit juice because it's, it's a different drink. It'd be a little too tart. Um, we are going to add a half ounce of simple syrup to this. And uh, simple syrup is just one-to-one -one ratio, sugar to water. And then we're gonna ice and shake again. I think Gina wants to do one of these. Oh, Gina's going to work. I mean, See, she, she can't even take a holiday for long. She complains about her workload, but she can't even take a holiday when you try to give her one. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've shaken with Mike. I think the last time I shook with Mike behind the bar was um, I was pregnant with Francesca, and that was a couple years ago. So. That almost sounds like uh, Rudolph is on, yeah. the, on the top. I finished first, so did I win? No. Okay. <laughs> Still good music. <laughs> you need some help opening up, Gina? I can't hear it. Let me have another sip of the drink and then decide what, what we're going to do next. So we're going to straighten this into a, uh, a champagne flute. I mean, it's beautiful. Should be about halfway full. And then we're going to top with a, uh, a sparkling wine. Uh, any dry sparkling will do. It doesn't need to be anything fancy. So it would make a difference if it were Prosecco sparkling champagne. Be careful. Uh, I would say be careful on Prosecco because you want to make sure that it's dry Prosecco. Yes. Because Prosecco tends to be demi-sac, meaning it's semi-sweet. Okay. I just wanted to make sure so our listeners know. All right. Cheers, Gina. Cheers. I love it. Beautiful. I like pink. Red. Mm, it's delicious. It's actually like a persimmony color. It's beautiful. This would be beautiful with brunch, don't you think? Brunch, Christmas morning, opening gifts, having toddlers screaming that something get a little bit better. <laughs> crying over in laws crying. Yeah. Well, I'm crying usually when that happens. But my toddlers in the morning fighting over which Santa gift was the right thing. Mm, you know, it is what it is. I have to say one thing. Mikey made the most beautiful uh, tray of homemade Christmas cookies. Oh, is that what those are? And he made them. With the, with the wife, you know. She insists that I bring them in. Well, that, well that's a treat I mean, in itself. I mean, it's absolutely stunning. And like, you know, you think, you know, somebody, and then they have a, like a hidden talent for baking or making ice cream. Or I, making, do, I do like making ice cream. Or, make, or making ice cream when I was pregnant. I'm like, oh, you're gonna make more ice cream for the bar? Let me just eat all the ice cream. And then Mike would be like, you sold all those drinks? I'm like, yup. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. ice cream, Gina, what are you gonna invest in the scoops? Oh, uh, let me tell you, Tipsy's, I'm into this whole scoops thing. We should have done it a long time ago. I saw, my make believe uh, ice cream parlor. I do that, love it. That will never exist, but <laughs> it's fun to think about. But <laughs> scoops could exist. Especially right? since you're going to be heading down to the waterways, so. Yeah, it'll be a good place for uh, a little ice cream parlor. And that is scoops with three S's. 
So, <laughs> I think we uh, the show has gone off the rails. It's totally off the rails. No, this is perfect. This is the next part of the show. It's called How Much Do You Know About One Other Bartender? <laughs> this is also a suburbia started too, you know? Uh-huh. This is true. Cocktails and a wild idea. And, wh- and it worked, didn't yeah. it? We're gonna kind of how this podcast yeah. started. <laughs> I see a pattern. I see a pattern. All right, Gina. You know what time it is. Mikey, first let us say thank you very much for being the rock star. And giving Gina some time off, exactly what she needed. And a lot of laughs. And a lot of laughs, a lot of laughs, absolutely. <laughs> so we know what time it is. Ugh, closing time. You don't have to go home. We just have to get the hell out of here. And we're gonna go to another bar. We are. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this special edition to the Designated Drinker Show. We know with all the hustle and bustle and the festivities that come with the holidays comes stress. So our hope is that the recipes provided by our guest Barkey help spread some much needed holiday cheer. So when you're getting ready, say, for your next holiday party or you're looking for the perfect drink to serve your in-laws or just want to leave Santa something more than just milk and cookies, go to designateddrinker.show for all of our delicious recipes. We've written the list, and yes, we've checked it twice, of all the ingredients, provided the step-by-step recipes, and even share some options to make that one delicious drink into a punch to serve many. Now that's what I call the spirit of the holiday. So again, visit designateddrinker.show for all of the details. Again, designateddrinker.show. With that, we wish you all a very wonderful and safe holiday season, and may your glass never be empty. <laughs>